When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Lind. Thanks, Adano. So earlier today, a U.S. district judge delivered a preliminary injunction ruling that the NCAA is temporarily barred from enforcing any of its NIL rules. What does that mean? Uh, basically, the NCAA has no power whatsoever to do anything with regards to policing NIL. Yep. The it's current a state thing, right? Yep. The current injunction is only temporary, but basically the NCAA will likely not have the power to restrict NIL deals without some type of CBA. And whether or not college athletes would agree to CBA is a totally different discussion. But until then, it appears that all rules are off the table when it comes to NIL deals. Uh, mm. I love this. I love every aspect of this because the NCAA, as far as Division One, has been just completely... <laughs> making all sorts of cash off these kids' backs for so long that now the tables have finally turned. And I can't wait till we get, as we discussed the other day, Cappy, the uh, basketball and football super leagues like we have in uh, Champions League and soccer, and we just got 48 teams regionalized, and we're back to what we're supposed to be doing. You know what would be kind of interesting? Um, you guys, everybody knows who Jay Billis is on ESPN. Of course, uh -huh. yeah. So I saw Jay Billis the other day on ESPN talking about his plan for college sports because I guess you know now that Nick Saban has joined ESPN as an analyst, he's kind of on his own crusade to, and I'm putting this in quotes, fix college sports. Oh, he's and been I, at this for a long time, though. Like He's right, but, been at the forefront of this discussion for well over a decade. Yeah, but now I feel like now that he's no longer a coach, but he's a commentator and he's got the platform of ESPN, not that he didn't have this great platform at Alabama, I feel like Nick Saban is going to come out and try and really enforce his ideas. And Billis, I saw him briefly on ESPN the other day say something like, hey, guys, I've got the solution. It's really, really easy. Sign the players to contracts. Yeah. That's it. Like, you sign them to contracts like pro contracts. And at the end of the year, if you want to re-sign them, you can re-sign them. Or if you don't, they don't want to re-sign with you, they go sign with somebody else. But the bottom line is, treat it like what it really is, which is ultimately it's now pro sports. And I would love to get Jay on just to hear him expand on that because I only heard, like, a 30-second clip. But I'd, right. I'd love to hear what um, he had to yeah, say about I that. Yeah, I can uh, – let me see if I can get him on next week, Cappy. Well, I mean, you listen, you know, you, you got Magic Johnson on this week. I mean, if you can't get Jay Billis on, what's wrong with you? Well, I mean, Jay's pretty busy this time of year. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's, on, Magic's uh, busy every time of year. I, I, mean, I understand. You scored I, Magic yesterday. That was a huge get. I, I, I get it. Um, that was also just good timing uh, on everyone's part, including Lindsay also, you know, doing her part, too, in a big way that uh, is should be uh, noted as well. Um, Duly so, noted. So anyway, well, leave it uh, to yeah, Lindsay, I, then. I think I can get Billis on. I'll try my best. Leave it, it to just, Lindsay. You know, Lindsay he handled. lives on, on the East Coast. I got to find him on a, on a time where he's like traveling closer to the West. I don't want to hear excuses. I want to hear Billis. I mean, geez. Happy, why don't you tweet at him? <laughs> no, I, I'll just send him I mean, <laughs> no, I'll Lindsay, send him a message. Lindsay, I, Lindsay, now that I use my ESPN email, I have found that it is a very effective form of communication. 
Are you, you know? You're not using your ESPN email for the CappyCast, are you? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, all the time. Oh, oh for I sure. knew it. I what? knew it. Oh, for sure. All the time. I knew it. Are you I mean, using go, the database, too? Go look at the number of people that from ESPN that have recently been on the CappyCast. Oh, my gosh. Who? It does Who's it? been on there? Nobody. Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. It's true. Who's but it is a good idea. Cast? I will tell you this right now. Getting a hold of people inside ESPN when you don't have an ESPN email, very difficult. When you do yeah. have an ESPN email, very easy. Yeah. Or I just, just email Jay Bellis myself. Work, work for them. I'll, I'll just, I mean, I'll just email Jay. Yo, right, Jay, they just up? see the ESPN email and they're like, oh, this guy must be somebody. Right. This guy must be somebody important. He's got an ESPN email address. Yeah. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. <laughs> That's why I fought for it for so long. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Um, Linz, Brian Windhorst today suggest I in Cappy's. I feel like, have you heard this thing about Brian Windhorst and LeBron and a new contract? Have you heard any of this I, yet or no? I've heard a little bit about it. Yeah. Okay. Have you heard the sound though? No, I've not heard Windy. Okay. So he's got, Brian's got a, his thoughts on what he thinks LeBron is quote unquote, uh, angling for, mm-hmm. uh, at the moment well, with the Lakers. They right? asked like, what is this? LeBron in the Lakers' last stand. Like, right. is this his last chance to do something? Last stand LeBron. Yeah, and he explained why he doesn't believe that. Go. First off, I think LeBron is angling to sign a multi-year deal in the offseason with the Lakers that will be nine figures, that will be even bigger than the deal he is on now. Now, whether or not he's able to finish that deal, whether or not the Lakers want to give him a three-year contract and pay him $60 million when he's 42 years old, that's a different discussion. And I actually believe some of the stuff he's saying right now isn't just about this team, it's about already negotiating that contract. But the Lakers are in position to make a big swing at a trade this summer. That is one of the reasons why they didn't do a deal at this trade deadline. There was no big players to get. Their assets were more limited. When we get to June, the Lakers will magically go from one tradable first-round pick to three tradable first-round picks because of some arcane rules in the system. And they will, all their players the teams didn't want because they had multiple years left on their contract will have one or two years left on their contracts. They are in much better position to make a major swing for a trade this summer. And if other teams in the league have disappointing finishes, which you know there will be, you will see opportunities arise for the Lakers. They are a compelling team today. They will be a compelling team tomorrow. And they will be a compelling team in June and July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I agree with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine you want to give LeBron a three-year deal at like you know, fifty, sixty million dollars a year. A year well, you know, I, I can't see you of all people. I can't see on that train. You, you know what? I think I'm going to shock you right now. Oh I think, yeah, I think I'm going to really surprise you here. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm the Lakers and I'm looking at LeBron's productivity this season at 39 years old, and I think to myself, now wait a second. Aaron Rodgers is 40 years old. And I grant you, three plays into the regular season, Aaron Rodgers blew out his Achilles. But I kind of feel like that was a freak play, a freak incident. And you know what? Aaron Rodgers is going to come back and play this year at 40 years old, maybe 41. And I could tell you that I could see Aaron Rodgers playing another two or three seasons. Um, I, I look at Tom Brady, who played until he was 45 years old. There are, there are plenty of examples of the truly, truly upper echelon elites that can play later into their careers than ever before. And I could tell you right now that if LeBron James were 35 and we were talking about a three-year contract at $60 million a year, 
wouldn't you say go for it? No brainer. Mm-hmm. If LeBron James today at 39 was playing exactly the way he's playing this season, but he was four years younger, wouldn't everybody say three-year contract, no brainer? I would. So believe it or not, even though he's 39, to me that's a number. A number that indicates, well, he can't keep doing this forever. Well, of course not. But 40, 41, and 42, I think he could. And and I think that Wendy's really right on with, forget about the, 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 the numbers here for a second, because LeBron's going to get that max number anyway because it's an ego thing. He has to have that because he's the biggest name in the league. But if he signed a three-year deal with the Lakers, that lets Bronny go back to USC next year and maybe lets Bronny go back to USC the next year and then maybe LeBron's final year of a three-year contract is Bronny's first year in the NBA when Bronny's actually really ready. So, I, George, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think it's um I don't think it's that dumb sounding. Three year deal for LeBron, whatever the numbers are, they are. Have all these draft choices and assets. Go out and get a big superstar to play with him and AD if that's what you need, or maybe you just need more uh, better B level type players. I just don't think it's out of the. I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. And I actually think it. I'm gonna. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I think it's borderline smart. Wow. I know, shocking, right? I'm stunned that you really that. stunned. Stopped you in your tracks, Jack. No questions asked. You stopped me in my tracks. I could not believe that that was something that you uttered out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listen. Again, most people look at 39 and they go, "Well, he's done, right? He's he can't, he's done. This guy's done. He's 39 years old. Not him. He's superhuman." Tom Brady was superhuman. Why? Because of the way he ate, because of the way he trained. Everything he did in the offseason was about keeping his body as healthy as he possibly could. LeBron's the same exact way. And with technology and training and nutrition and everything else, why can't LeBron James play at this level for at least the next two years? Why? Well, because according to you, he's injury prone. Well, I mean, he... He has gotten hurt a lot in the last four years. I know. I just feel like it. Well, yeah. And I just he feel like you do, you, do go, you do go back and forth on LeBron quite a bit, Cappy. Like some days you you are like in favor. Like, yes, he can play. He's still doing amazing. But then other days you're like, no, no, no. We're done with him. Well, I no, mean, he, the, he, you, you, you got to think about the future. That's the thing. And if the future is the next three years with LeBron, then you got to suck it up and pay what it costs and, and say that's what we're doing. But it's kind of like we were talking about yesterday with Golden State. Golden State's gotten old. So have the Lakers. But if they're going to be committed to being in the LeBron biz for the next two to three years, then you're going to have no choice but to sign him. But then you're going to have to surround him with better than what you've got. And they would finally have the tradable assets to do that in theory, don't you think? Yeah, but I don't think the Lakers are old. I think just LeBron's old, right? Okay, well, take LeBron off the, the Lakers. And what would you think about their performance last night? Well, last night they were pretty bad. Okay, so are they the team that beat Boston without LeBron, or are they the team that lost to Golden State without LeBron? Well, I think it's too small of a sample size, but I, I'm definitely going to go out on a limb and say that they're definitely better with LeBron. No chance that they're better without him. Like, anyone who thinks that is insane. Okay, dead meow. Did you hear that? Meow. <laughs> what was that? Was that you that just meowed, Captain? I didn't do that. I thought there was a sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just that was me who snorted. That's what happened <laughs> when he said that. Just random dead meow. You hear that? Meow. Just calling him out. It's like the it's like the it's like the cat signal. <laughs> meow. What? Um. What? You know what, Cappy? I, I, what? I don't think it's crazy either. Um. I I don't. I don't think it's crazy either. And I think it it is the way that. I think he would prefer to end it. And if the, the they're going to test the Lakers' medal in this sense. The Lakers are very much the team that always says, right, the organization, we take care of our stars, right? This is going to be the another test of that, for sure. Because they did it with Kobe. Granted, Kobe had been there 20 years or almost 20 years at that point. Um, but think about it this way. LeBron is now, this is what, LeBron's sixth season with the Lakers? So that be, that would put LeBron at at nine seasons with the Lakers, almost a decade, almost a decade now. Like mm-hmm. that's a long time. He he spent what four years in Miami. How many years did he do Cleveland? He did uh, four, and then what was the first round? Seven, so eleven. Yeah, I mean, it would be fascinating to see how the Lakers respond to that. I am I am genuinely curious to see if that indeed is the case. What Brian Windhorst says. How Genie Bus and Rob Palinka and the powers that be react to that particular potential situation. I'll tell you this right now, they are not prepared as an organization and they are not prepared as a team, a basketball team. Forget about organizationally. I'm just talking about the team itself. But from the top to the bottom, they are not prepared for life after LeBron. Not today. And what do you and think they, about LeBron, buddy? You think he's gonna stay a Laker? Is that Mateo? Yeah. Do you think LeBron should stay a Laker? Yeah. Yeah. You tell him, Mateo. Fair enough. Mateo, you think they should pay him $60 million a year for three years? Should they pay LeBron $60 million a year for three years? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's right, Mateo. He's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. He agrees with Uncle Cappy. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, let's take a break because DeAndre was uh, telling me in my ear we got to go to break, which means, Cappy, you got to talk about your friend Avner Gad. Hello. I did not know about this uh, billboard on the 405 that Beto was talking about earlier today, and I have not yet checked the circle of trust, but if anybody is driving on the 405 and you see this Avner Gat billboard, I want you to snap a picture of it, carefully, of course, and I want you to tweet it to me, okay? I I would like to see it myself. Hey, listen, if you have an incident like water damage, maybe it's a broken pipe, it could be a toilet overflow, and you open a claim with your homeowner's insurance, and you find out that the insurance adjuster does not want to pay you what it's going to take to fix the problem, let's say the problem is a $50,000 problem, and they only want to pay you $10,000, and you're going to try and negotiate with the insurance company yourself, good luck, sucker, it ain't going to happen. That's when you call Avner Gat, because Avner Gat is a public insurance adjuster who is on your side. Again, you can try and work with the insurance company. You can try and negotiate with them. Are you a professional negotiator? Do you have all this experience working around insurance companies? The answer is no, you don't. You're not. Avner Gat is, and he does. That's why he's got these five-star ratings on Yelp, on Google, on Better Business Bureau. He negotiates on your behalf so you get the best deal, not the insurance company, because he's been dealing with these insurance companies for years. In the end, here's what the insurance companies know. Nobody, and I mean nobody, messes with my man, Avner Gat. So I want you to call him today, 818-917-5256. I'll slow it down for you guys. 818-917-5256, 818 
917-5256, avnergat.com. And here's the thing. I'm giving you Avner's number, okay? If you call him after hours, that's his number. He's going to answer the phone. And if it's not Avner, it's somebody in his family. When you hear, hello, that's Avner Gat, Jack, 818-917-5256. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, damn. No, this is uh, Roberta Flack. I need, I need the, the Fugees right now. No, yeah, it's not like I know. I, I need Wycliffe. Two this times. Is the original. I, yeah, I, I didn't know this was original, by the way. Oh, come on. For real? I mean, that's serious. I thought I was always, you know, Lauren Hill. You know? It's the wow, number one man. hit tomorrow, by the way, 1973. Roberta, Roberta Flack. Flack, bro. Yeah. I mean, this is what it was all about right here. This is the original. This is the OG. You feel me, G? Oh, you know what else is is uh, is a hit tomorrow? Number one hit in 2001? Tell me. Joe featuring Mystical. Stutter, stutter. Oh, we are playing that one. That is yeah. a banger right there. That's a right jam there. right there. Heck yeah, it is. Cappy has no idea what that Love song is. Love me some Mystical. Love no, Mystical. No. Love me some Roberta Flack. Yeah. Watch self. Yeah, watch yourself, Cappy. Mm-hmm. I was watching myself last night as DeAndre and I were putting down those slider burgers over at Nixo Lounge at East Central. Yeah. Mm-hmm. George, let me tell you something right now. Tell me something. Um, those slider burgers last night. Yeah, those are the best thing I've ever eaten over at the East Central. They were fire. Wow, bomb! They had like a little bacony thing on top of them. Bacony oh. like thing, like bacon, you know. But oh, it was like I like, mean, I don't know. You said bacony thing, so that's I don't true. Know. Like, I did like say some that. bacon bits, cat. Yeah, but it wasn't like bacon bits. Like they weren't real bacon. It was like real bacon that was chopped up into little bits. Mm. See the difference? And then uh, and some Thousand Island dressing all up on them junts. Dude, I was putting them down. <laughs> Seriously. I was. Such a weirdo. Seriously. <laughs> and DeAndre talked me into eating everything that was on that table that was left. Uh, no, no, no. Slow down. All I said was, you know, have yourself, you know, a slider, man. They're pretty good. And you're like, no, I already have one. Man. I already have the one with the Hawaiian rolls. I was like, no, go get, you, go get you one with the pretzel bun, man. Uh, the truth it, of the matter know? was I'd already had two of them with the Hawaiian rolls. See, you didn't tell me all that, man. See, plus I had that. a couple of them little pepperoni pizzas. Oh, yeah, look at that. And, and they Cappy, had them little... It seems like you're doing great with uh, you're watching your figure. Yeah, well, I'm watching it, all right. You're watching it expand. Exactly. <laughs> you know, today I'm wearing my loose pants so I don't feel as fat. You know? <laughs> it's true. I will say this. I was so happy when the Lumen today told me uh, that I could have a, a normal carb day. I was like, oh, thank God. It's about time. Yeah. Yeah, I got to do something here, man. I do. I've, I've been saying it for years, but I got to do, do something. Do the Lumen, dude. I'm telling you. I've dropped weight. 
And I, I, I feel better. I look better. Like I, and, and it's only five pounds, but it looks different than the normal five pounds I've lost in the past. I had a, bu- I had a buddy of mine today. We had lunch together. Mm-hmm. And um, he said to me, he goes, well, this is really a nice lunch because we were having some sushi. He goes, this is a great lunch for me because I'm coming off of a 16-hour fast. And I said, oh, yeah, what time did you uh, eat? And he goes, I, have, I ate dinner at whatever it was, 6 o'clock last yeah. night. I go, oh, me too. I also had dinner at 6 o'clock last night. I'm like, I had a really nice healthy dinner. I had two slider burgers on Hawaiian rolls. I had one slider burger on a pretzel roll. I had about four of those little quesadilla things. I had like half of a pizza, you know, and, um, and then I drove home, you know, like a nice two-hour drive. And um, and then I was like, you know, I guess I've been on a fast also. And then we started getting into some sushi this afternoon. But it was a good thing we did because uh, I was very, very, very close to going to Jersey Mike's. And then I would have done major damage. Uh, yeah, I bet. By the way, I want to respond to El Vaquero in El the Vaquero. and Cap Circle of Trust. Mm-hmm. The Cowboy. Okay. Um, how are the Lakers supposed to add to LeBron when he's going to keep asking for more money? Question mark. At Scott Kaplan. And then Dead Meow, as you called him out, says, right, exclamation point, him taking up the bill of the cap and demanding lasers is crazy. El Vaquero responds, I don't know why the LeBron fans on the show don't understand that. Okay. Well, let me explain to you how math works. Um, this would be helpful for me, too. I, I don't know how math works. I can tell you So that. LeBron, making, LeBron makes $52 million going into next season, okay? Mm-hmm. So... If you're starting his new contract at $60 million, that's only an $8 million increase, I might add. So and let's just pennies. start with that part Come of on. the equation. How's he uh, so it's not family? like you're paying him 60 more than what you already were scheduled to pay him. So it's only an $8 million increase in theory, um, and then the subsequent raises from there. And the cap will, go, will always continue to go up. Like, that's how this works. It's a matter of whether the Lakers want to be, and this is really getting into the weeds, but in the NBA, instead of a hard cap, they have a first apron, which is a luxury tax threshold. And then they have a second apron, which most teams are treating like a hard cap because if you get above the second apron, let's just say to make this easy, let's say the first apron is 150 and the second apron is 200 million. If you go above the 200 million, that means then you can't um, sign buyout guys. You can't use your mid-level exemption and things like that that you would use in the offseason. So that's why teams are treating it like a hard cap so they can still add players during the season or in, uh, you know, lesser, uh, you know, veteran type guys who are trying to get one last deal to latch on to a good team with the mid-level. So it doesn't mean that they can't pay other guys because they would still be armed with three first-round picks to go trade for another superstar. And you can go over the cap for guys you have um, their bird rights to, which is a lot more intricate than what I explained there, but... Uh, basically, if you've had their rights under their contract, you can pay them more than the salary cap. You can go over the salary cap for them. You get that, Elva Carroll? You get that? That's math so right there, I, Jack. I didn't want to have to sit here and do like, you know, you know, the math turns into algebra and calculus very quickly, but that's as layman as I can explain. Basically, it. they have the money. Basically, why? Right, that too. By the way, Wemby walking into the arena tonight. I see yeah. my man Troy Miller has put it out on, uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Wemby tonight is about nine feet tall. Because he's wearing that cowboy hat. So with the cowboy hat, that's another 12 inches on top of that thing. I and mean, Wemby tonight is nine feet tall. Look at him. How the hell? Where does he get these clothes? Uh, probably France. No, I don't think so, man. They don't have clothes in France for guys like this. <laughs> I mean, he's from there. I understand. But they don't make clothes for nine foot t- t- tall dudes in France. Okay. Fair I mean, enough. they make them in Texas, maybe, because everything's bigger in Texas. 
Yeah. You know, hey, by the way, here's another quick thing. A little shout out to the circle of trust. Yeah. My man Omar Lopez. Mm-hmm. Mi amigo. Mi sí. hermano. Mm-hmm. Last night he's posting pictures from the Kings game in the 710 suite. Who was in the 710 suite last night? He probably won tickets to the game. I don't know. He said yeah. there were like four people in remember, there last night. Yeah, remember that we, we gave them away for the 710 Christmas thing? Dude, if I would have known and that he Omar... Won, he won tickets because he tweeted us about it. Dude, if I would have known that Omar was going into the 710 suite last night, living that sweet life, you know? I didn't choose this sweet life. This sweet life chose me. Had I known that, I'd have gone from the Nixo Lounge at the East Central... And I'd have moved across the street, and I'd have gone and hung out at the Kings game last night. I didn't know you're that. You're a big Kings fan now. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been to a bunch of Kings games so far this year. You've been at to some one. point, at some say again. You went to one. Now, now hold on a second, baseball. I got I've been the to receipts. as many King games, Kings games as you, Cap. Really? Have you been to five so far this no, year? No, I haven't been. to Okay, five. see, I went. Have you I been went. to five? You haven't been to five either. Five Kings games, and it's gotten to the point now where I'm on the verge of learning who the coach is. I'm going to start learning who the players are. Well, listen. Yeah. I'm going to the LAFC tomorrow. Okay, what time? The match starts at 1.30. Okay, I didn't know what time the match started. Yeah. Are you going to get the Apple thing to watch or no? Um, I don't know yet. Well, because no, the only thing is not. this. Like, I'm not going to watch a game tomorrow at 1.30 in the afternoon. Okay, but they play most of them at night. Okay, well, maybe I will. Or maybe I'll get you to give me your password. That's what we were angling for. But then you got to Venmo him 50 bucks. I'm not Venmoing anything. So you just want George to pay for it, and you just want to watch his. and just That's talk. like if somebody says, hey, we're having the fight. Come on over to the house. I don't say to you, hey, chip in. <laughs> but, but people usually do, though. Like when my I mean, friends Let me do ask that, you this question. Let me ask you this. Well, they bring stuff. They'll bring you like a bottle of something. Or, I mean, you know, listen, I drive, me I drive Morales at you least can't, once you a can't week. Be, and you can't bring me tequila mandala because I can get that in my Okay. Well, I mean, maybe I'll bring you some Stella Rosa. There you go. There's some of them in the, in the studio. I got okay. like six bottles in the studio. Yeah, she's got. She's going to grab one the other day yeah. myself. So, mm-hmm. well, uh, I don't know, man. I would. I would have gone get over on the, the game. LAFC bandwagon. Okay. Oh, I, I'm not. So hold on. You're just jumping on it now. I'm the guy. No, that I'm wears not jumping my, on it. It's the I, first game of the season, isn't it? It's. It's. This is the time to really get into it because okay. it is the first game of the season. The first and who are they playing the tomorrow? They're playing the Sounders, Seattle. Okay, good. Um, I would. It's a rivalry. I would love to get into it because I need something new. That's why I'm trying to get into the Kings. Okay. That's why I go to. That's why like I'm now I'm now like a Kings season ticket holder. Okay. You're not really. I mean, I didn't have to buy the tickets, but I mean, I got the suite. Right. I'm going to see the the Vancouver Canucks on Tuesday, March fifth. Oh, the Canucks, eh? I'm already making plans for Tuesday, March fifth, to go see Vancouver take on my Kings. Look at you, Cappy. But I'm still pissed at the Kings as an organization. Why are you pissed at the Kings? Because nobody has called me to get me on the ice to do that whole, you know, uh, in-between plays, TV timeouts, sweep the ice thing. Yeah. I, I volunteer. you know, the Vancouver Canucks, they're like, uh, they're like the best team in the Western Conference. Well, I got a bunch of friends who are Canucks fans, and they want to go to the game. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll take you. Although they have lost four in a row. Have they? Yeah. I don't know. So I, all I know is this. I got I to gotta take my prize picks right now. I got to put money on Wemby. Okay. Well, you know what I'm going to do Tell me. is this weekend I've got the Warriors Nuggets in San Francisco. So, you know, I'll be going to my home away from home, LAX, where changes are arriving daily to help transform the travel experience. The LAX economy parking structure is now open with thousands of smart parking spaces, as well as hundreds of EV charging stations, which I will use. Modernized terminals have biometric gates for faster boarding, and a new facility will have all major rental car brands under one roof. And it's soon, soon, soon. 
The People Mover train will connect all of it. We'll connect you to the terminals. We'll connect you to the rental car center. And we'll connect local travelers to LA Metro so you don't even need a car to get to LAX. At LAX, changes arriving daily to reduce traffic, save guests time, and transform the travel experience. For more information, go to their website, flylax.com slash transformingLAX. That's flylax.com slash transformingLAX. Radio Tinder is next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Thanks, Christopher. All right, so I found this uh, strange story in the New York Post, and it's about a an economics, economics student uh, in his final year at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, Canada. So this guy flies nearly two hours from his home in Calgary to school in Calgary. Are you making fun of the way that I said economics, economics? No, but but if you uh, if you're in the know, it's Calgary. Is it really? Or are you just saying it's that? not? He's making fun of. No, me. I'm not. Like, no, I'm not. That's what people in Canada call it, Calgary. Really? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, he he flies nearly two hours from his home to school and back because of the off-campus housing prices are like really expensive. <laughs> so this guy has school two days a week, and it's a one-hour flight. And he said, oh, that's like the same as taking a bus. So for his two classes, he just flies there and back. And he said that uh, that's... Which, I, is it like on a Southwest type flight? Like one of those like like budget airlines? Like no, Gary Air. He said he solely used Air Canada to complete his extravagant commute and completed seven round trips in January. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've flown Air Canada before. So he said that um, he would have to pay uh, like $2,500 for rent. And he said that his round trip flight from... Calgary to Vancouver costs roughly a hundred bucks each. Right, each time. Yeah, right. So, so it's way two hundred dollars times that seven. That is quite a big difference. Fourteen hundred dollars worth of flights, right? As opposed 3, to twenty five hundred dollars worth of room and board. But yeah. it's also kind of like a pain in the bleep. So would you guys do this? Swipe left or swipe right? I mean, that's a thousand dollars. If you need the money, that's absolutely the smart way to do it. You know. So swipe I mean, right if it, it, it. You know, if you can, if you, if you need the money, I totally understand it. I'm a hundred percent with him. I kind of feel like I do it now. You kind I mean, of do do it now. I mean, think about it. Like I, yeah, I, you're like right. I, Cap. It's like I, I vacation in South South LA on Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, and Mondays, and then Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays I work in LA, and then on Thursday night I go back down to my vacation home in South South LA. So even though it's not like going into the airport necessarily, it is very much commuting long distance, you know. So I, I actually could understand why this guy would do it. If, if, you lived, if you lived in San Diego and you went to school in San Francisco and school and, and room and board in San Francisco was 5000 a month, 
but you could fly back and forth and live comfortably in your home for 2500 a month, yeah, it kind of makes it, I know it sounds like a pain in the ass because you got to go through the airport and security and everything else. And what if you like wake up late or, you know. Yeah, and you are at the mercy of the airline, but still it, it does kind of make financial sense. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, $1,000 is a big difference. And he'd also rack up a lot of frequent flyer miles that he could yeah, then use to like true. go on so vacation. You can then use it like mm-hmm. for like vacation or yep, something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I might do that. Um, all right. Next one, Walker Bueller. Remember- Wait, Cappy, you should do that then. You should just fly from San Diego to L.A. <laughs> the only issue with that is... Get the frequent flyer miles. I know, but then I got to go south to the San Diego airport to get up to the L.A. airport, oh, and then okay, L.A. Right. and an Uber. I, I don't know. I actually don't mind the drive anymore. I, although last night I almost fell asleep at the wheel. At that point, I, I, I did mind it. <laughs> yeah, that was What time say. did you drive back last night? I left at 7.08. I left the party at 7.08. And I left my parking space. Um, you guys know that I have my own parking space now at LA Live with my name on it and everything. Have you guys mm, seen it? No. No, I haven't. You guys seen haven't it. seen the sign? I have my no. name. You haven't seen that? Oh, yeah. The one that Sky. says Herbalife? No, it's not that one. It says ESPN <laughs> Scott Kaplan. You guys haven't seen it? No. no. Check it out next time you're down in the garage. I like all the vehicles right then, huh? I think yeah, it's I pretty think, cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And um, you guys are going to want one next. Uh, no, and I'm then okay. I, I got home at 8.58 last night. And I would think I was sleeping by like 9.08. Oh, yeah. yeah, that would be way faster than, like, getting on a plane, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Way faster. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what's Plus, next? I listened to the entire Laker game, or at least the first three quarters. <laughs> no defensive rebounding at all. They're bringing back the Hamburglar on this I guess McDonald's I say it more commercial. I did. I saw that the other day. Yeah, you know, yeah. my I just got my nephew Hamburglar Crocs, and I was like, I didn't know Hamburglar was a thing again. But I guess he is. Mm. Sorry. I was distracted. All right, so uh, Walker Bueller, remember he did not reach the finish line of his rehab from Tommy John surgery last year, but he was kind of about to come back, but then they decided to shut him down. Well, now here we are a couple weeks into this year's spring training, and his exact timetable to return remains unclear. Dave Roberts said, I don't want to put pressure on the training staff or Walker. When he gets into the regular routine of facing hitters, extending his outings, getting some length, then I think it'll be more clear to project. But right now, I don't even know time to return. Do you guys think it's a little bit uh, worrisome that they don't know when Walker Bueller is going to be ready to go? Swipe left or swipe right, George? Um, I mean, it's not great. Um, that's for sure. <laughs> um but I do think because they addressed a lot of their needs in regards to starting pitching with Yamamoto and Tyler Glasnow, right, that they are in a much better position. And they got those young guys a lot of run last year, you know? They're in a much better position to withstand if he doesn't come back um, in relative in a relative amount of time. So, yeah, I... Okay, I'm going to reluctantly swipe right, but I, 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 it is not a good, I, it's not a good situation, that's for sure. You know, um, I'm going to swipe left and say I'm not really concerned because here's the thing. Everybody laughs at me for my concept. But you see, the thing is, is this. The Dodgers in the first half of the season, it's not going to matter. They're going to win enough games with offense, so they're going to be fine. If at the all-star break, the Dodgers are going to be in first place or second place in the NL West, okay? That's going to happen with or without Walker Bueller. If Walker Bueller takes his time and the Dodgers are really smart about this and he doesn't come back until, let's just say, after the All-Star break, think about the infusion of a fresh Walker Bueller who's fully rehabbed, fully healthy, and ready to go for the second half of the season with a team that's in first or second place in the division. 
I I know what you're saying, Lindsay, because we all thought last year, well, my goodness, he's going to come back. He's going to pitch in the postseason. He didn't. So then you would think he'd automatically be ready for the start of the season. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But if he isn't, get that dude as healthy as you can get him and be ready yeah. for the second half of the you season. Know, and it doesn't seem like, Cappy, by all indications, he's going to be ready for the start of the season. No, they said and he's I think not. That, yeah, right. It, it seems fairly unlikely that he will be. So I, I just think that, um, yeah, I just think you get him, to your point, as healthy as you can get him. And then, you know, look, if you if your toughest decisions are, oh, my God, which one of the guys are we going to start, like, it, who are all guys who are going to be awesome, then that's a good position to be in. Great problem to have. I just feel like it's kind of weird, to Cappy's point, how he was going to come back, and now here we are, you know, all these months later, and he's still not ready to go. And he's not even supposed to pitch at all in Cactus League. But we'll see. Um, All right, last one really quick here. So uh, Dana White, CEO of UFC, was recently on the Games with Dames podcast. And he told the story about how Joe Rogan ended up getting hired by him to be the UFC commentator. He said that he saw him on the Keenan Ivory Wayan show, and he was talking about MMA and karate and fighters. And so that made him want to hire Joe. Well, at the time... UFC wasn't a huge deal, and so he actually offered him the job, but he didn't. He took the job for free. He didn't pay him for the first 15 or so fights that he called UFC for. So I wanted to ask you guys, have you ever been in a situation or a position where you took a chance with somebody and didn't get paid or got paid very little for a job? Swipe left or swipe right? Um, I'll swipe right. Yeah, I've done it a couple of different times. In fact, I feel like I've done it many times where yeah, it's like, agreed. hey, you know, listen, you, you want this job. Um, they're not willing to pay right now, but you know what? The reps would be good, and um, I think there's a future, and I'm willing to show everybody that I'm, I'm you know, willing to take the extra step and, and work. I, yeah, I, just, I don't think it's that unusual when you really, really want something. And, and Rogan, by the way, at that time, I mean, Rogan had already been a TV star at one point in his life, um, mm-hmm. had already – I. I would guess he might have started his podcast by then. But, I mean, Rogan was well-established as a comedian. So, I mean, if he wanted to get into the fighting game and wanted to get into commentating, yeah, I'll take a risk. I'll take a shot. And now, of course, he's making bank. Yeah, look, I think at some point or another, all of us have done it. I mean, you know, I told the story here where I basically paid my way to the Super Bowl one year to and got noticed and got on an... I got a network gig out of it. You know what I mean? Like back in 2003 or four. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely something that I've done and, and have done a million times when I was young, particularly because you just want to get noticed for sure. See, this is sometimes George younger people nowadays. It's like, Hey, can you, uh, can you do this? Uh, can you work this extra hour? Can you come in for this shift? And it's like, not unless you're paying me. Yeah. I was going to say, like, and it's like, that- yeah, but, but do you not want to go the extra mile? Do you not? I'm not saying that you have to do it. I'm just saying that it shows what you're made of. I feel like nowadays, and I'm not even that, you know, like our generational gap is not like that much bigger. And I, that's something I did. I actually lost, like paid money, spent a lot of money myself when I was an intern working for free. Nowadays, interns have to get paid. It's the law. Um, but I, I racked up parking tickets because I didn't want to be late to my internship and I wanted to make a good impression. And I would drive downtown when I was completely broke. And once in a while, the promotions director would like give me the gas card when I had like the van out. And he'd be like, here, put a little gas in your tank. And that's the only way I was even able to like live off of that. So I feel like it's something where nowadays, yes, kids do stuff like that. Younger kids, people, you know, for these opportunities where 
they're uh, not getting paid and they kind of look at you side-eyed, which is crazy because, you know, back in my day, that's not how it worked. Well, hold on. Let's ask the youngest guy here. DeAndre, you ever done cash money without getting paid? Uh, you know what, man? I, I just grew up in that, that era where, you know, everything pretty much was paid. Honestly, I mean, even when I interned here, I was uh, lucky enough for it to be paid. But e- either or, like, if it wasn't paid, I still would have took the job because I was just looking for an opportunity to get my feet in. You know what I mean? So I'm blessed that I grew up, you know, an era that internships and stuff was paid. But as far as the experience, I haven't done anything without being paid, unfortunately. <laughs> you got your feet in, especially with them really cool white Air Force Ones. That you got that the red swoosh. You got yeah. them black, that the blue swoosh. Yeah, you got them G Fazos. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my oh, man, oh man, what's happening? Uh- all right, that is uh, Radio Tinder brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right, Dealer's Choice is coming up next, Cappy. Uh, I want to mention, uh, I want to kind of briefly mention the Sean McVay thing we teased like 45 minutes ago, and then we'll let you rip. Uh, but first, tell them about Price Picks and what you'll be ripping out there. All right, Prize Picks tonight. Here goes. Um, so D'Angelo Russell tonight, it's his 28th birthday. So I'm going to take D'Angelo Russell to score more than 14.5 points tonight on his birthday. I'm going to put it together with Victor Wembenyama to have 36.5 total points, rebounds, and assists. Okay, so D'Lo on his birthday for more than 14.5. Wemby for a total of more than 36.5 points, rebounds, and assists because there's no AD. On the other side, I've got another play. LeBron coming back off the All-Star break. No AD tonight. Didn't play last night. I'll take LeBron at 24.5. I'll play it as more. And then I'm also going to play Victor Wembenyama. Wemby at more than 22.5 points because, again, no AD. So that's my play. That's how I'm doing it. I'm trying to play the big stars, and I'm playing the birthday boy tonight, D'Angelo Russell. Happy birthday, my man. Listen, download the Prize Picks app. Join me and 7 million other people who are having a great time loving it on Prize Picks. Download the Prize Picks app, and then what you do is this you use my code, which is CAPPY, K A P P Y. K-A-P-P-Y. So download the, the Prize Picks app. Use your Apple Pay to make your first deposit. And if you use my code, CAPI, they'll match your first deposit 100% up to $100. You put in 100 they put in 100 You got $200. let us play ball. Prize Picks. Pick more. Pick less. It's that easy. All right, final segment of the program. Getting you ready for, getting you ready, rather, for the weekend. We got a big day on Monday. We'll announce that in just a few moments. Lakers basketball coming up as Wemby comes to town. We'll have that for you in a moment. Nice job. Way to hit it. Cappy, you sure you don't want to come to the LAFC tomorrow? I would love to. I actually would really, really, really love to. Um, I got to check the schedule because on March 9th, I've got an event with Subaru and um, you know the, their, uh, their pet initiative that I'm going to be doing. So maybe if they're playing on a Saturday afternoon on March 9th, i got to check the schedule I would play. But, I, dude, I've been doing so much schlepping the last couple of weeks. I, I can't I can't freaking. I, you know, I have a big event tomorrow night, George. The Challenge Athletes Foundation Gala is oh, tomorrow nice. night. So i gotta, I got to dress up and, and go to that tomorrow night, which I'm looking forward to. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, of course. Um, Cappy, real quick, um, Sean McVay 
uh, did two things. Well, one thing happened to him and one thing he did, which I think is the one thing that he's been criticized for, which is he hired a game management coordinator, basically a timeout guy. Mm -hmm. uh, and a guy to help him with the, manage the clock, which, look, a lot of teams have now. <laughs> so it, I, I never understand why a coach wouldn't do that. I've never understood why any teams wouldn't do that because if there's one place you can circumvent the salary cap, it's your staff, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So I, I've never understood that. So I'm glad he, he did that because it really was the only thing that was questionable about his you know game day stuff because uh, clearly he knows how to call a game. And then he was added to the competition committee, which I feel like generally is a bunch of old dudes. And now he's going to be on that committee. Well, the first thing I want to say about Sean McVay is, is that, you know, it just kind of goes to show you what kind of ego he does not have. You know, like, no, nah, I don't need anybody to help me out during a game. Actually, it's just somebody to stand behind you, if you will, or maybe be up in the booth and talk to you and communicate with you during the game. Hey, I'm about to call a timeout here. No, 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 no. Don't do that yet. Don't do that. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a second. There's still 20 seconds left on the play clock. Hold on. Let's think about it for a second. I actually think it's a smart idea. Have somebody to discuss offense with, your coordinator, defense with your coordinator, and clock management and game management with a different kind of coordinator. I, I it's a smart move, and it just shows you that he's not so full of himself that he can't use additional eyes and ears. I like it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Cappy, any quick dealer's choice in 30 seconds or 60 uh, seconds? Uh, first of all, a big Shabbat Shalom to all my brothers and sisters out there tonight. And, uh, George, it's been a long week. I've been out of town all week. I'm finally home. i got to figure out something really great to do with my girlfriend tonight. Any strong suggestions from you? Otherwise, hey, I'm going to binge tonight. I'm going to binge Dark Night. <laughs> night Country. Uh, yeah, Whatever it's called. True Detective Night Country. I'm going to binge it tonight. But before I watched that, it last night. You watched it last night? We can discuss on Monday. There you I mean, go. What, what should I do? Or should, I mean, i got to take her out for a nice dinner. Go to like a, pic go like go a picnic cap. on the beach or something. So, uh, All right, we got to run. What? I'm not picnicking on the beach. Why not? That's romantic. Yeah, but it's too dark and cold. I need bring, like a fire. Like, something, like a light or something. Make warm. a fire. A bonfire. You can get light and you be warm. All right, we got to go. Slee's up next with the pregame. Lakers, Spurs, LeBron, Wemby. Michael and John will have the call after. Have a great weekend. See you.